Welcome to Race, Violence, and Medicine. I am Dr. Brian H. Williams, and I want to thank you for tuning in to the show. Today we are on episode two of our week-long series focusing on gun violence. Last episode you heard from Dr. Rob Winfield, who talked about structural violence and many of the root causes of gun violence. He is also the architect of the Firearm Violence Symposium, where I met many of the speakers that you will hear from this week. And this next one, you're going to really enjoy. She is Kathy Shore, a documentary photographer from Brooklyn, New York. She has a book called Shot, 101 Survivors of Gun Violence in America. And in this book, she has photographic evidence from 101 survivors of gunshots, ages 8 to 80 from all walks of life. And many of these photographs were taken at the very spot where these individuals were shot. At the symposium, Kathy gave a very impactful presentation using photographs and personal stories about the people that she met, and it really humanized the impact gunshots have on survivors. So I know you're going to enjoy this show. I do not want to delay it anymore. Uh, make sure you let your family and friends know about the podcast. They can get it anywhere you get to podcasts, or you can just go to the website, brianwilliamsmd.com, and listen to it there. But without further delay, let's get to our next episode with Kathy Shore, Shot, 101 Survivors of Gun Violence in America. Hi, this is Kathy Shore, born in Brooklyn, living in New York City, documentary photographer. Check out my book, Shot, 101 Survivors of Gun Violence in America. And I'm thrilled tonight to be with Dr. Brian Williams here in Kansas City on race violence and medicine you got it welcome to race violence and medicine I'm Dr. Brian H. Williams, and our guest today is Miss Kathy Shore. She is a documentary photographer. Her book, Shot, documents 101 survivors of gun violence. And today, at our Kansas City Gun Violence Symposium, she gave a captivating talk that really humanized what bullets do to human beings. So, Kathy, thank you for joining us on Race, Violence, and Medicine. Thank you so much, Brian. It's a pleasure being here and to meet you and to hear your amazing talk. So I'll tell your listeners a little bit about my project. Um, I spent a little over two years traveling around the U.S. photographing 101 survivors of gun violence, all races, many ethnicities, ages 8 to 80, from high and low-profile shootings and featuring... Uh, gun owners as well in the project. And for the most part, I'd say 90 of the 101 survivors were photographed at the actual physical location where they were shot. I will say that your your talk and the photos today were were incredible. And by the way, I'll let you, let you know, we are currently at uh, our Rob Winfield's house who hosted the symposium. We're in his backyard. So you may hear some nature sounds. That's just us. Uh, 
winding down after a, a very a very long but uh, energizing day. But back to your book, you got these survivors and they went back to the actual spot that they were that they were shot. So tell us how you the idea, the impetus for this project, and then how you were able to get these survivors to participate. Okay, so um, the project was something that um, didn't just come from, oh, like, let me just photograph some gun violence survivors. There's a history of um, just a bunch of different things that happened in my life that made me start thinking about this as a subject. So the first is that um, I was uh, in a home invasion and had two armed intruders come into my loft in Greenwich Village um, with a package dressed as postmen and uh, come in, push their way through my front door. And um, my daughter, who was a toddler at the time, and I were confronted by these two guys with a gun. And um, that experience is not, it's not something that I think about all the time. I don't think about it very much. But it's part of my psyche. And um, once someone confronts you with a gun and you are left at their mercy, it's something that you will never forget. And it's something that you don't want anyone else to have to experience. So that's um, a history on me. And then I was a New York City teaching fellow, teaching art and photography. And I would always have students coming into school with um, memorial cards around their necks of family uh, and friends who had passed away from gun violence, usually males. And they turned the uh, victims into kind of folk heroes. And I started to think about the survivors and how come no one ever spoke about them and what, was, um, what were they doing. And I had a feeling that people thought that they were just lucky to have survived and we can forget about them and move on because they weren't killed. So I thought of them as a group that um, they would be a very interesting group to look at and to talk with and to um, put together as a documentary. And the final reason that I did it was I felt that here in the U.S. we had gotten so polarized. This is the project I started in 2013 and finished at the end of 2015. And I felt that at that time, and it's much worse now, that we has, as a country, had stopped talking and listening to each other. And we were, were just basically screaming at each other about what our perspective was on things. And we really didn't care what the other person was um, thinking about. So I thought if I could humanize gun violence and put a face on it as something that affected people and affected all kinds of people, that we could create a dialogue and move forward to see that this is something that we all have to look at and we have to address. So you were, you, I don't know if I'd use the word victim, you experienced a home invasion at gunpoint. You were, as you were teaching, your, some of your students were memorializing gun violence victims. You had a question about why do we not talk about the survivors and that with this polarization around uh, gun ownership, gun violence, uh, was the impetus for you to want to try to humanize this and start a, a dialogue. And 
today, you know, going looking at your pictures, you had all races, ethnicities, ages, uh, seemed like economic backgrounds. It was a, a wide breadth of faces you saw. And to see that is much different than hearing about it uh, on TV. So it was very impactful that way. And also just the sheer volume in one sitting. It had some impact on me. And I deal with gunshots. That meant part of my profession. But that was seen that, 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 like that uh, was uh, impactful. So thank you for that. So your, your book, Shot, came out with 2015 or 2017 2017 so tell us about what's happened since your book came out okay so um i finished the project in 2015 but it actually takes about a year to put a book together and then you get on schedule so it came out in april of 2017 um since then i felt that i had said everything as a photographer that I could say about gun violence. I showed all kinds of people, places where people were shot, and I felt that I really conveyed my message photographically, that I didn't have another thing to say with my camera. But I felt and that uh, people still wanted me to be involved in this. And then my partner started talking about um, how it would be really interesting to put that we didn't have an archive of um, imagery, of text and uh, audio, visual, about gun violence, survivors, victims, even people who, who nothing has ever happened to, but they're scared and they're frightened and they're concerned. So we started um, planning to do a webs um, a crowd uh, sourcing website where anybody and everybody can send in their thoughts, images, artifacts about guns and gun violence in America. The project um, will also be able to have people interact with it, and, and they will be able to download images for shows, conferences. Uh, political pol political parties can uh, do it, schools, all kinds of um, events where people would want to focus on, say, for instance, domestic violence survivors. They, they would be able to go into the website. It's called Shot We the People. And they would be shotwethepeople.com? Uh, yes. Okay. Shot we the <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on a spot there. I think, okay, I think you yes. knew what it was. But, yes, you know. <laughs> yes, thank you. And so, I mean, I mean you, you, did the, sorry, you did the book, and you thought that that was going to be the end of it for you, but now you're continuing this journey down into this discussion about gun violence. You did not expect that. How, do you, how does that make you feel? Um, well, it makes me feel motivated from a different perspective, and I'm really concerned about um, the direction that we're going with this and the, the fact that gun violence has gotten so commonplace that we don't remember the names of places where things are happening now. We don't remember uh, events that ha happen a month ago because there's last week a couple yeah, I mean, last week geez. exactly so um that's on a larger scale that that's a you know gun violence is a very um multifaceted subject I, i'm talking about um mass shootings and i'm talking about um 
shootings that happen in places where you would least expect it. There's also the other element that we discussed today about uh, gang violence and inner city gun violence, which is another part of, of gun violence that I, I have represented in the book, but they're all part of gun violence. This is all different segments of gun violence and things that can happen to anyone. And my mission, in some ways, is to get people from different backgrounds, much as the people that I had in the book, and get people to talking. I was on a, uh, had a book panel in Chicago two years ago, and um, it was amazing. There were two moms there who were, whose sons were injured, and both sons were in my book, and both of them got up, and the African-American mother started talking about how afraid she was for her son. And the white mother got up and voiced the same sentiments. So th the sons were shot in different circumstances, but here's two moms who are feeling the exact same things about gun violence. And my hope is to bring people like these two women together on this subject and have a united front on it as an issue that all Americans should be concerned about and need to address. Kathy, that is amazing and it's an inspiring story. Thank you. I appreciate you taking time for our podcast. Got to get her book, Shot. The website will be up in the fall, I think, the Shot We the People. And Shot We the People will be up in the fall. Hey, you got to forgive the, the sound of recording here. I'm doing this kind of on the fly. So I think we got all the information. Shot is the book, Shot We the People. The website will be up in the fall. And where can our listeners find you, Kathy? Oh, you can check out my website for um, shotproject.org and shotwethepeople.com will be is up there, but we don't have any images yet. We have a under construction page there, but it, it's coming. Right. Well, you can bookmark that page. So it'll be, when, when, it, when it's up and running, you can check it out. So Kathy Shore, documentary photographer, uh, author, uh, I'm sure it would be author. I mean, author, uh, I mean, it is a book, right? Shot, which really humanizes the uh, human toll of gunshots, uh, gun violence. And you've been listening to Race, Violence, and Medicine. I'm Dr. Brian H. Williams. Check out my website, brianwilliamsmd.com. That's Brian with an I. And look, this podcast, you're listening to it, but maybe your friends and family do not know about it. So please go ahead and share it with them. And if you have any comments, suggestions, critiques, I'm glad to incorporate those in the show. But you got to let me know so I can make this show worth your while every single time. Again, Race Bonds and Medicine, thank you for tuning in.